Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is a uh, wow. <laughs> this is an IV Pod production. Uh, you can find us at www.ivpod.com or find us on Facebook. Let's go. Welcome, everybody. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is John, and I'm joined with Clayton. Hi, John. Hey, Clayton. How's it going? It's going good. It's good to be back. We took a week off. Yeah, we needed it. Yeah, you know. Regroup. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we did. It was nice. I feel good this week going into this show. Sure. I agree. So... What's the big news, man? What's what's the what's the late breaking stuff? Oh, there's all sorts of stuff to talk about this week. There's been and actually that's kind of the theme of this week's show, I think. It's just going to be a big old glorified in the news for everybody. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So, uh, should we run through the list or should we just kind of tackle our big giant outline one by one? What do you think? Um, let's do it one by one. You know what? Let's yeah, forget those people that want to know what we're going to talk about. They're going to have to listen to the whole thing. Good. Good. Well, <laughs> so I'll probably put it in the description, so Yeah, well. They'll, okay. they'll figure it out. Yeah, if they know how to read, then they'll be able to figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah, let's jump right in. <clears throat> um following up from I believe our last show or one of our last shows, we had talked yeah. about the the accident that occurred where the the woman went missing, and the the man died who was driving. This was the, uh, let's see, the Shannons, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. And, and Tanya Shannon was the uh, woman who is now missing. It became, it went from, how did that work out exactly? Well, I don't know exactly the, exactly how it went, but I know she is now considered a missing person, right? Correct. And and that's about it. It's a big mystery here in the Illinois Valley. I heard. You know, speaking of big mysteries, one of the CNN has Nancy Grace. Are you familiar with her? Oh, yeah. Amanda watches her all the time. Yeah. She called the Times. She called the Ottawa newspaper, I heard. So there could be an upcoming. Yeah. So it's made some um, more. uh, Well, it's made national news, I think. And it was on the Chicago news that weekend that it happened. We talked about that. But now they're saying that the driver of the car, Dale Shannon, was uh, 0.266 alcohol content, so that's unfortunate. Um, it probably played a role in his death, um, and now she and she's still missing. So, and they're they're it seems like they're pretty sure she was actually in the car. So, um, it's, well, I, it's so bizarre. It is. Well, I thought that tracks didn't they confirm that tracks left the accident and went to the road and then disappeared, or am I just making that up? I thought there was some. I heard some. That could have been just oh. conjecture or conjecture. I'm not sure. No, I'm pretty sure that. I mean, it, the details on what the police are saying are pretty sketchy. Um, but it sounded like they they thought that there was footprints leading away from the scene of the crash. But, uh, you know, I, I I have no idea. Like, I just wanted to bring this this particular story up because it's so it's so bizarre and and 
It's definitely uh, a hot topic here in the Illinois Valley. I've yeah. been everybody I think I've talked to seems to have be talking opinion. about this. Yeah, has an opinion because it's right. pretty mysterious. Right. And the rumors are flying. I'd say that this one's as bizarre or just as uh, not quite or I, more bizarre, I would say, than a story from a couple of years ago where the the bar owner from Ottawa was pushed overboard on his cruise or not pushed overboard, but um, possibly was was just went missing on the cruise he was on. Do you remember that story? Yes. Yes. Well, was that the one he was on? That's not the honeymoon one, is it? Where he was on a honeymoon, or I don't know if it was his honeymoon or what, but yeah, it was. Yeah. He owned a Chuggers bar, and and uh, just went missing. So that that's another bizarre Ottawa story. So this is another one, which this one I guess took this more streeter ransom. Um, but either way, just super super strange, and I, I'm sure we're gonna hear more and more about it. And the weather is absolutely not cooperated. It hasn't been above freezing except for what last Saturday where it was raining. Um, they haven't really had a chance to um, get a good day to search, I guess. I mean, so I, speculation and rumors are flying. So so we aren't going to until, I guess we'll just leave it at that. Cause that in, sounds in, good. Yeah, in an effort not to uh, totally piss anybody off. Well, well that and we don't know. Yeah. We'll be yeah. talking out of our asses. So. Exactly. Okay. Spare people that. <laughs> we'll move on. Yeah. Um, I think I want to save the next bullet for later in the show. So I'm going to jump good. to my Tron update. Oh, yeah. How are you hanging, man? Are you still tired? or? Oh, no. I got lots of sleep this weekend. It was great. Did you? Nice. It was great. Yeah, yeah. So everybody knows. I did put a Facebook update on there that I did go to the midnight showing of uh, Tron. I've been looking forward to this movie for like two years, so I had to do it, even though I was actually pretty tired because I was traveling a lot, traveling a lot for work, but uh, I did it anyway and went to the show, and I'm glad I did. Right. How old were you? Were you out of state earlier in the week, or did you have to take a day trip or something? Uh, two days. I was in Indiana. I had to go to Indianapolis and South Bend. Fun, fun. So, yeah, lots of fun. But, uh, nice. yeah, so Tron, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I know it's gotten some bad reviews from the critics, but uh, hey, they don't always know what they're talking about. And I guess, you know, it's hard for me to say actually at this point a really fair judgment of the movie because sometimes, you know, as like a kind of a nerdy fanboy, sometimes when you, you're looking forward to a movie, it could be good, it could be bad, and no matter what, you're going to enjoy it just because you've been looking forward to it so much. Right. I don't know. That happens sometimes. And then like as the dust kind of settles you go back and watch it and probably have a more clear-headed view of whether it was good or not. But I can say I enjoyed it a lot. But uh, I think one thing that they did, um, you know, just if anybody's out there who's going to wants to see it, just to kind of give you a heads up, because I don't think they did a good enough job of explaining this, and I'm not spoiling anything, so uh, they try to do this as if you didn't need to see the first one. But I think kind of it helps to have seen it yeah um, so, well good luck finding a copy of that right yeah and i don't know if that's because they're embarrassed of the original and they don't want to turn people off or if they're just trying to like you know do it because they're going to have a big release or re-release know, yeah re-release or something like they're maybe they're working on it or something i don't know but uh yeah that's true you can't find a copy of this this movie um but uh i guess two things I'll put out there, so if anybody's interested in this movie and they're planning to go see it, I'll tell you that 
Tron, the guy who plays Tron. If you did not see the first movie, he's this uh, badass program who is a security program who pretty much is the guy, if you're in a fight in the program world, say you get digitized and get sucked into a computer, he's the guy you want following around you to make sure nobody messes around with you. He's yeah. a tough, tough dude. Tough it looks dude. like, I mean, not to cut you off here, but I thought it looks like you can get it on Netflix. Can you? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's just we we were talking about it earlier this week, like an original copy, even VHS, um, was like fifty bucks or sixty Holy bucks. That the DVD wasn't it something like that, and then the DVD was like eighty five or something. So, wow. yeah, well, I have I have like the special edition DVD from a while back. I should sell it. Jeez. You I I thought you um yeah we we were talking about that on the Facebook uh, um didn't we or I don't know kind Which of one? kind of. Tron, yeah, the, yeah, 52, I don't know, whatever, the 20, 20th Anniversary Collector's Edition? Yeah, that's two, the one I think I got. From 2002? Yep. That's... Okay, 11 used copies, the cheapest one being? You should do a drum roll here, John, because I think you should sell it. Wait, 100... I might be able to do it. I, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I might be able to do this. Give me a second, give me a second, give me a okay. second. All right, all right, where are you? There's a, there's a way to do that. Okay, forget it. All right, a hundred and sixteen dollars. What? I'm not kidding, man. Look it up on Amazon. Wow. Twentieth anniversary collector's edition came out in two thousand two. A hundred and sixteen dollars and seventy eight cents, and you get your money for shipping. Jeez, maybe I should sell. My God. <laughs> I was I was under undercutting the price of that. That is ridiculous. Well, all right. You, you've created a uh, issue for me. I might have to <laughs> pull it out and get rid of it. Yeah. It's not going to be worth that much for very long. I can tell you that much. Oh, this is a brief window in time. That's for sure. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same thing with uh, like Ken Griffey Jr.'s 89 Upper Deck Rookie Card. Oh, yeah, right. That's worth like 40 bucks now. And for the longest time, it was worth like 110 <laughs> and, and the people who sold it are happy. So Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't want to carry on too long, and we're trying to move along, but I will say one other thing, if you're interested in seeing the movie, uh, they do not do a good job of explaining this in the new movie, is that when the dudes get sucked into the computer, like, hours may go by in the computer world, like, if you're sucked into the computer, but uh, when you pop out, like, only seconds have gone by, because everything moves so fast in the computer world. Uh, and they don't do a good job explaining that, and that kind of... Um, has a lot to do with the character development of the dude, Jeff Bridges, mm-hmm. his character in the movie. They just they don't really sufficiently explain that because he's locked into this computer for like 20 years. So you multiply that by some crazy number. And so he's like been in there for thousands upon thousands of years from his point of view. So mm-hmm. knowing that kind of you can kind of understand his character a little bit more and why he's a little bit off. So I just throw that out there because I know they didn't explain it. And I want people to go in prepared. Okay. But visually, and it's awesome, and the Daft Punk soundtrack, I am I need to buy it because it was awesome. <laughs> Did you see the 3D? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's a 3D. So, yeah, so with that, uh, I'll move on. I enjoyed it. Two, two geeky thumbs up for me. Nice. Well, good deal. All right. <laughs> 
Are we moving on to the Princeton skate park? Sure. That sounds cool. I, I, I found this whole story intriguing because it sounded like something we would have done. Oh, I know. Totally. So the the basics that uh, they have a skate park in Princeton. It's in, um, well, I'm, I'm not sure the name of the park, but uh, they closed it for the winter when normally they keep it open in the winter, right? Just because it's, uh, you know, if it's not snowy, that gives, you know, places for people to go. It's in Alexander Park. And they closed the skate park when unsafe additions to the ramps were discovered um, during a normal inspection, a routine right. park inspection. Um, so that's so, pretty curious. I, I didn't know what actually happened. Does it look, look like they just built, people built ramps and brought them into the park and added them to the other like quarter pipes and half pipes? Or It sounds like they brought some wood in and they added some wood to the ramps and then they used snow to kind of build to build it up. I don't know if they were sledding in there or if they, because I, when I, when I read the thing about using snow to pack it up, I was trying to visualize what they were doing, but there I, is a I, picture. Is there a picture? Uh, okay. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of, it's not a very good picture, but I, you see what that, it looks like they probably were sledding. And in that, in that case, why do you got to close it down? Yeah. It ain't, it ain't hurting anything. <laughs> I, I, that's my view on this. I mean, I think, okay, yeah, I see the picture now because this was in the Trib, News Tribune. Mm-hmm. Actually, referencing News Tribune stuff this week, so, um, yeah, but yeah, I think it's hard. Yeah, they had to be sledding because you can't skate on that. All right. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they were snowboarding. I guess you could. Yeah, no, that's I, true. Well, they could have been doing know. that. Like dropping in from like a. It looks like that's probably what eight, what six, six foot, seven foot, drop in from. That's a actually awesome if that's what they were doing. <laughs> that's really cool yeah you know this is one of those things i think the city kind of had to do what they did but at the same time i give i give those kids uh props for uh doing for building those up because i could see like you said i could see us doing the same thing right just like how when we would that was like the first thing you do when you go sledding is you build a ramp right and then yeah and yeah it got scary sometimes because um if you were going well you'd launch feet into the air <laughs> oh yeah totally uh yeah superman in it it was pretty wild um but how are we doing on time for our break well it's funny you bring that up we're pretty darn close to taking a break so why don't we just do it that sounds good okay we'll be right back <laughs> And we are back. Um, right. So let's go back real quick and finish that up, Clayton. Okay, sounds Just good. Talking about the the way they added on to the skate park kind of made us, in our brief break there, reminisce about uh, sledding. So we thought we'd share that real quick. Well, yeah, we had, um, what, a handful of places where we sledded, but I know we are big fans of building ramps. And launching ourselves into the air, and in in one of the places we built the ramp, we like the the ground leveled off as you went down the hill, it like flattened out, and then there was a steep drop right after that, and that's where we would build the ramp. Do you remember that? This was in Oglesby, right? Yes, and you would launch off it and end up like I would say, I mean, your butt would be ten feet in the air, maybe, but I mean, from where you would land, 
don't you think? Maybe eight, ten feet in the air, something like that. It felt like it, at least. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you were, you would fly. I mean, I know that. I, I just remember it was like a ski jump almost. It was, it was crazy. But I remember when uh, a certain mother, a local, uh, a pack mother, as we'll call her, she ran <laughs> out. She saw us going off that ramp, and she almost blew a blew a gasket because she thought for sure one of us was going to get hurt seriously. And she ran out there with her boots on, and she kicked that that ramp down so fast. She was not having it. Do you remember no. that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, because, I mean, I remember I was kind of upset because we spent a lot of time working on that ramp. We got water and everything, and we kind of iced it down. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and it was sweet, and we would launch, and it was fun um, and dangerous. Dangerously, yeah, dangerous and fun. Good combination. Right. You remember sledding at McKinley Park, too, and then there was that, that one hill that was located in the timber? Um, the suicide had, hill? Yeah, it had a huge banking turn in it. Oh yeah, that yeah, well, that was in that Suicide Hill, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah, I was hes- I was hesitant to call it that, but yeah, that's what we called it. And that's what I, I remember. remember uh, one of the guys who we went to school with, he lacerated his kidney or something on that hill. Like he flew off the banked turn and oh, hit a geez. tree. He wrapped him wrapped himself around a tree and like had to have surgery and everything. Like like screwed himself up really bad. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it can be dangerous, but like, given what these kids were doing in Princeton, like to me, that's not, like, especially if they were using sleds. I don't, I don't even really see much risk there. But, um, yeah, well, everybody's so ultra safe these days, or at least well, it's a liability thing, right? Yep, exactly. No makeshift ramps allowed. Yeah, yep. And my only, uh, my only ramp story other than those would be. At McKinley, there's that side hill. There's a, a dead-end road. I forget what road that is, but there's a dead-end road, and there's actually a pretty steep hill over there. And I remember when we were in high school, we built a ramp there, and we were kind of in that high school top-of-the-world phase, and some older guy with his kid, little kid, tried to ride on a ramp, and we just weren't having it. And I remember a big argument ensued, and uh, I'd like to say, looking back on it, that we were just looking out for the well-being of the kid, but we weren't. You think we were being jerks, huh? I think we were just jerks, yeah. That's but, possible. You know, it's, it's high school. It is possible, uh, <laughs> I, I think. Uh, yeah. I, I, do you remember when we found a uh, 55-gallon drum and we put people in it and rolled them down a hill? Yes. Were, were, you, were you present for that? Oh, yeah. That was really dumb, too. <laughs> and, uh, no one ever actually got hurt, which is... No. The, the beauty of it. Or at least they didn't claim any injuries. So that was you know, funny, though. It was funnier. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yay. That was great. So, uh, I, I mean, sledding actually was probably like the highlight of like some, I mean, seriously, like of the winter. Like, oh, yeah. Have, like snow days. Like yeah, you get school gets canceled. So, oh, crap, we're going to go sledding then. Right. Oh, we, we, I went by Centennial Park where if you. Um, depending on how the water was, but like if you went down too far, the you know into the, you'd end up in the creek, right? Which is hilarious. And you never <laughs> wanted to be that guy. Like, but if you wanted to sled fast and hard, but you didn't want to go so fast and hard that you ended up in the water. So, yeah. If anybody else has got any uh, anybody any listeners have any good uh, sledding hills that they'd like to share with us, I'm always looking for places to take my kids. I know other than Peru locations, I I've I've been curious of Ottawa because there's that. Is there a name for that huge land mass um, kind of on the, I guess to be sort of north, 
northwest part of town. You know what I'm talking about? It just seems like this massive hill. And there's houses up there. You know what I'm talking? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know exactly. Like you're saying, um, is there a name for that that area? It uh, just seems like there'd be a good yeah. sledding hill off of it. There, you know what? There, there might be a name for it. I don't know it. Uh, I'd I'd like to tell you, but I don't know. I, um, and I I haven't seen. I don't explore enough apparently, but I don't know where the sledding spots are here in town. I'm sure you can talk to a few locals and you know people who grew up here and they'll know. But um, I don't know. Cool. Good question though. Yes, I, I so please, we, we listeners. A lot. Yes, we did in our local area here. So yeah, any listeners out there who would mind sharing good good hills, please do. We'll have to post a message on the Facebook. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. To prompt people. So, all right, let's move on. All right. Well, one of the things that happened that we missed the last episode we recorded was uh, unfortunate for us because we're Cub fans. Uh, Ron Sano passed away. Uh, kind of suddenly, I guess, but he's 70 years old, and uh, we wanted to bring that up because we're loyal Cub fans and WGN listeners and radio guys, and it was a damn shame. And and uh, it just kind of happened. And and I, I remember, I think I got a text message at like 7:30 that morning from someone, or even before that, maybe that's that told me about it. So it's kind of a bummer of a day. And then they they played all the old like not all the but a, a whole bunch of uh, recordings of Marani doing doing Cubs games and it, good calls, funny calls. And um, I enjoyed that that weekend and, and really kind of looking back on his radio work and, and his career and everything that he stood for with the Cubs. But um, yep, it's a very oh. sad story. Now, the big question is, who will be his successor? Right. And now Or will anybody be a successor? Yeah, and that's an interesting thought too. I saw that 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 someone wrote potentially he he could go it alone, uh Pat Hughes. Yeah. But he, he could, but uh yeah, that's gonna be a tough one. Someone in. I, I, I have a list of six guys that are being um talked about. Um and I'm sorry if people think we're we're doing this in poor taste. We could we could have a Ron Sano um you know, memories thing, but that's probably already done and gone. It was three weeks ago or whatever right. it was. Um, so, it, I mean, I'm starting to think about it, you know, who who could it be? I know uh, one of the names out there is Mark Grace, um, but he does TV for the Diamondbacks, and he's pretty well cozy, I think, down there in Phoenix. Um, another name is Keith Moreland. I'm not sure. I, I think he's probably subbed before. You know, they've had sure. him on when Ronnie wasn't available. Um, another one was Eric Karros. He does Fox Day games on Saturdays part time. Yeah, he does a good job. Yeah, I, I actually like him. Of, of this list, I think he's probably my favorite candidate. One of the guys that we've probably heard a lot of over the last couple of years is Randy Hunley. Um, okay, sure. I, I, I don't like him. Um, I, I don't know why. I just don't. Um, Todd Hollinsworth's pretty good. Um, I don't know if he's really ever done radio before. Uh, but he does uh, a lot of stuff with Comcast, and he's on the score all the time. Well, the good and... thing about this pos- particular position is that since Pat Hughes does the, you know, he he really lays it out there for you. So, um, you know, Santo pretty much kind of added that. Well, he was the color, so yeah, it's a. And he was he was the color, like he definitely was into it. <laughs> oh, and... absolutely. So, uh, I mean, he does this person not having. Uh, a lot of radio experience probably isn't going to hamper them. I don't think. Right. I think they well, could probably they jump should, into it. 
Right. I just hope they have a personality and they're not they're not trying to be Ronnie and just sort of call, you know come in. It's a new era. You know. Yeah. It's I don't be, think they can. I think they got to go totally. Name. Yeah. I think they got to go a different direction. Right. So the other the other name was Dave Otto, who's like the ultimate sub. Like he covers. <laughs> Yeah. You know, he covers uh, TV, radio, doesn't matter. It's like he's always just sitting by the phone waiting to get his call to come to a game. That's the impression I always got with him. But And I actually kind of grew to like him a little bit. At first, I was like, come on, why is this guy on TV? He's a, He was a middle-of-the-road reliever. Uh, yeah, didn't really do it for me, but after a while, actually, he kind of grew on me. So um, we'll see. Yes. Know, do you have any thoughts, any any choices, if you had your pick? Honestly, no, not really, not really. I, uh, no, nothing to add. I've been, uh, actually, you know what, I kind of, this last season with the Cubs, I did not listen to as much radio with them, I think just because I reach a certain point in the season when I, when I can tell that the <laughs> season is over. Right, and I yeah. kind of, yeah, I kind of tune out at this point, and I think this year it happened a lot earlier than normal. Yeah, it happened for me in probably like June. Yeah, it was like June when I figured out that Lou Pinella wasn't trying anymore when he quit. When and he did, and he yeah. he he quit. When he quit, I quit. I was like, if he ain't even gonna be trying. I shouldn't say. I sound like a, a redneck there. He ain't even gonna be trying. Why should I be watching? <laughs> uh, yeah, if he if he if he wasn't trying, why why the heck should I pay attention and care? What the hell, you know? I mean, he just. I felt like I was kind of getting ripped off, but um, yeah, I haven't been to a game since uh, 08 either. So yeah, I think I'm right with you. <laughs> Forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking sixty bucks or seventy bucks for a game. Right. Yeah, it's getting crazy. Mm-hmm. And they're going up probably again. So enough venting about the Cubs. What do you say? I guess, uh, yeah, except for, you know, one on a side note with the Cubs, I think I might have mentioned this one other week, but they got a ice rink right outside Wrigley Field. I'd like oh, to go do that. That looks like fun. I just saw that on the news earlier tonight. They had it last year, too, didn't they? I think so. Yeah, that's still that's kind of neat. Just brings people downtown, or not downtown, but brings people to the the neighborhood there that's pretty yeah. right. different yeah so okay well we'll move on moving on oh and uh by the way like the, the signings that the cubs have made so far uh carlos pena and, and carrie wood i that doesn't do anything for me how about you you know i i have that nostalgic sort of a thing in me where i i like to see that carrie wood is back and so i'll leave it at that but uh what is he really going to do for the cubs i i don't know um carlos marble is awesome and if carrie wood's working the setup role i'm all for it but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to score some runs and Carlos Pena is a piece of crap, and they keep. This... I, was there. I mean, I, the beauty of that deal—it was for only one year, and it's cheap. And I'm still convinced that the old owners, the Tribune Company, screwed the Ricketts family hard on that deal because they signed all those players to all that money, in without any regard for the guy that was going to have to pick up the tab when after they sold the team, right. and they, they were trying to get a bigger price uh, for the team, and I'm. Sorry, I'm I'm ranting, but man. no, you're right though. I mean, that's exactly what they did, and uh, yeah, it's uh. So now they, we have to suffer for a few years, but. And so. uh, it's good news for anybody out there who's got a Kerry Wood jersey in their closet. 
and yes. they, now they can pull it back out and wear it proudly. Yes. Unfortunately, I cannot pull out my Mark Pryor jersey. He went to the Yankees. Oh yeah. He well he, he yeah. I guarantee. You know what? Uh, I shouldn't say I guarantee, but I'm almost certain that he isn't even going to step on that field. Uh, <laughs> he, I'll be. He'll be lucky if he makes it out of spring training. So he's going to end up in Pennsylvania playing right. in the old the triple a team if he's lucky <laughs> i wish him luck though yeah well whatever he was all roided up yeah you know nobody, yeah. no, nobody yeah. self-destructs like that unless they're doing something weird oh i think Kerry wood probably was too actually if you look at him then and now either either that or he quit drinking which i don't think he was that big of an alky because his he it was like someone took a pin and popped both those guys because yeah. Kerry wood all of a sudden looks very normal and yeah, Kerry Wood looks normal, and yeah, Mark Pryor, just all those injuries he had, it was just, to me, that was extremely suspicious, the way his body was breaking down. Yeah. So, yeah. Conspiracy that, theories. That's right. Hey, let's, <laughs> why not? Right. Well, look, well, let's go from one sport to another, a new local sport here in the area, the, the Illinois Valley Vixens. Yeah, uh, the News Tribune had a little article about them this week, an update on them. Oh, yeah? So I got one from the Quad Cities uh, Dispatch um, that shows that they were kicking off their season in the Quad Cities on December 11th. Uh, December 11th. Did that go down? Um, that that's... Your papers? <laughs> I'm looking. I'm... <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the first week Yeah, here because we typically reference the Times because they have their their online presences so easily and so easy to access what's the way to say it very accessible so yeah. we we typically right. cite that but the yeah the news tribune had some articles that jumped out at me this week and yeah the derby girls ready to roll they did mention that uh december 11th they had their first event in the quad cities it doesn't report anything else other than that so uh it, it did talk about how unfortunately the number of women i think this article kind of Sorry about that, everybody. Not paying attention. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the I'll, I'll squeeze in some goofy music. I'm sure I squeezed in some goofy music, so that's usually okay. what I do. Um, anyway, the or the News Tribune had just a thing. Uh, it mentioned that they had an event on December 11th, so we will have to probably check Facebook. They might have some info on there about it. Uh, maybe while I'm talking, take a look on there. Clayton, but um, yeah, they, yeah, that, for it. the uh, otherwise the articles kind of unfortunately the uh, number of members has decreased. They they originally had enough players for four teams, uh, and it's downsized to two teams. They went from like 85 girls who had signed up, and it's gone down to 42. And That's it's about right though. Yeah, you know, it's unfortunately just the cost. I think it really comes down to the cost, and really the. Probably some women signed up and found out how brutal it is, and yeah. is it you get beat up pretty good from the sound of it. Yeah. Um, so they went, and it's pretty expensive. I mean, they said it's like two hundred and fifty bucks just for gear. Yeah. So uh, not cheap. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much the bulk of the article. It doesn't say anything else about other than that they did compete in the Quad Cities, like you said, on the eleventh. Did you find anything on the Facebook? I don't see anything about the results. I know they did do a uh, toy drive, um, which is awesome. They're they're kind of working their community angle, um, doing some charity stuff. Um, 
but I don't see anything in, in regards to how they performed. Uh, I, I think that was, wasn't that more of a kind of a, a training thing where they were just going up there to, to skate with some more experienced players or something like that. On the 11th? Yeah. Or was it, here, a, was no, it, it a full on that, like. It says here that they were competing. So uh, well, I don't know. Well, for, forget us for not knowing. Uh, well, well, maybe they're still. Re- yeah, maybe they're still recovering. What's today? Yeah, it's the 19th. I don't, I oh, that was a week ago, and they haven't updated. I wonder what's going on. I haven't seen. It doesn't say anything in there about their, uh, um, about the actual performance. So, Quad City huh. QC online. I don't know. Um, well, maybe I'll mess, shoot them a message and find out what happened. We can update everybody mm-hmm. next week. Yeah. Well, let's do it. They got a new they, logo. Did they? Yeah, they updated their logo. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, I, I wish we had more to say. I, I don't I don't know. Um, I say we just go ahead and move on. Uh, keep an eye on them. Uh, find them on Facebook, too, because they, they have uh, quite the following on here. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yes. Support your local organizations. I still want to get to one of their events. Yeah. Well, we'll get there eventually. Right, right. <clears throat> Speaking of events, John... Events. The Bears game tomorrow night it could be pivotal because they, if they win, they win their division. But given the collapse of the uh, Homer Dome up there in Minnesota, uh, what do they call that? The Hubert H. Humphrey Dome? Is that where they play? Uh, the Metrodome. Metrodome. Metrodome, also known as... What's that? Is that where the Twins used to play? Um, I, th- oh, I think so. Uh I could have it wrong. Well, either way. Metrodome, also known as the, uh, there's a sponsor name for it. Oh. Too. Well, they're playing, they're playing at the, the University of Minnesota football stadium where they don't allow liquor. So that should be interesting for those fans watching. I, I, I keep a close eye on the, the audience or the crowd tomorrow night and see if you catch anybody with an f- open flask. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be a fun game. You could actually turn that into a drinking game if it's, if, if it's that prevalent, where you, every time you see a fan drinking, you drink. How about that? It, I... might, it might not be any fun, but... yeah. Yeah, that would be funny if they caught some people, like their little cameras, spy cams. Right. Oh, they're they're like uh, shuffling people out of the, uh, um, <laughs> shuffling people out of the, the stadium because they have a, a little flask with some Jack in it or whatever. <laughs> I bet they'll be pretty lenient with that. But yeah. who knows? Well, who knows? it's a pro- I'm more worried about the uh, players for this game because yeah. they're still working on that field. They have no heating coils underneath that field. It's totally, it, it in no way was suitable for play. It's They never play on this. It, and oddly enough, it's a Minnesota football field, and yet it's not set up to be played on in the winter. Right. But go figure. I don't get that. But anyway, so yeah, they've been working for like a week to get all the snow shoveled and everything melted. Uh, so that should be interesting. Hopefully nobody gets killed out there because it's going to be, uh, we'll see. Right, they, they, they're I, having a lot of sorry. They're having a lot of fun on the score, talking about the the dragon thing they brought out there. Oh, oh what is that? Like a big air blower thing? It's yeah, it's something that melts the snow. Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, I, 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 there's a story on TMZ of all places about uh, the, the headline is liquor store stocks up for booze-free Vikings game. And as we know, Minnesota is a drinking state, right? Yeah, they were number two or three, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, behind Wisconsin, right? Up there right. with Montana and Wisconsin and whatever northern states it says this the one particular store ordered 50 cases of flax flasks <laughs> and over 4,000 airplane sized bottles of liquor nice. <laughs> so <clears throat> hopefully hopefully the bears win and and, and uh, we can take the division tomorrow night because the packers just lost um just a little bit ago so <clears throat> i'll be curious to see how that shakes out uh, but I, think yeah, the Bears, I, I think it's looking good for the Bears. I hope so. Hopefully, you know, hey, if they can, you know, the teams that they're going to meet in the NFC, uh, I'm not overly worried about most of them. Uh, it's just, if you know, I don't know. It's tough to say after that Patriots game. That was pretty rough. Yeah, we'll see how. I, I'm going to be really curious to see how they responded. I'd like to see them come out tomorrow night and take control of the game, shut down Adrian Peterson, force the Vikings to try to throw the ball, and sort of uh, come out, run the ball, and and just put their put their heel of their boot right on the throat of the Vikings and just kind of take control of that game and dominate it, as you know, and just just show them that they're actually a good team and and hopefully their defense and sh- shows up and they're able to run the ball and it just kind of is a methodic um methodical game where they dominate that's what i'm looking forward to so they've done it before i think they can do it again especially well, yeah, and, and you never know teams bounce back fast so i don't know could be a comeback game maybe they they knew they were going to get beat last week anyway so yeah <laughs> all right well uh what do we got here we're going about uh just a the podcast of the week, right? Unless you wanted to talk about your uh, cell phone situation. Oh, yeah. I'll just mention that I switched to Verizon. I joined you on the Verizon network this past week. I know some other friends of ours had also switched so to Verizon, and I'm extremely happy. I could go on and on about my bad experience with AT&T, uh, so, so I'm just not going to. Right. Well, let me ask you one question, and this is simple, and hopefully you'll be able to answer it really succinctly. Um, Was it customer service, like being like when you had when you had a problem and you called, or was it actual service? Was it like your calls were getting dropped? Both. Okay. That's it. Yeah. That's my question. Yeah. Call quality. You know, there's a reason that they were recently voted the worst cell phone company around. And that was actually just a recent survey. They were voted the worst, and I could totally back that up. Our call quality was horrible, constant drop calls. We had a real big problem with my wife's phone. And I'll, I'll say this about their customer service. Um, they, they seem to have the quality, quantity um, mindset mixed up. They would constantly call me and try to figure out the problem, but I would spend 30 minutes each time they called, and this was numerous times they called me. Um, so they kept calling me, and that was great and all, but the, the calls never went anywhere. 
Well, did you just... did you have to explain your problem to the to different people all the time? Yeah, I, I I I think that's actually kind of a hard thing for them to deal with. But like, where you have a problem and you go through the explanation, and then you're like, yeah, I already explained this to like fourteen of your damn people. Yeah, Why and they've are, got and every, each one of those each one of them, I know they got like a chart that they go through. It's like a flow chart, and they're like. Mm. Did he answer yes? And then they go to this box, and then I'll mm-hmm. ask him this question, and then they're just like, oh, it was, it was bad. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, any AT&T people out there? Uh, all I can say is I was at the mall the other day in Peru, and I wanted to go into AT&T and hold up my droid and see it and be like, yeah, look <laughs> at this. High definition. Droid now. <laughs> yeah. Don't mind me and my awesome phone. Droid. Yeah. I love my new phone. The only thing I want it to do for me is, you know, they always have the commercials and they go, droid. Yeah. I want my phone. Do you, do you want to be able to press a button and it does that? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I want it to just talk to me. I want it to, like, when I pick up my phone, I want it to be like, hello, John. How are you today? Yeah. <laughs> so I want it to have a personality. Maybe I'm just, it's that movie Tron's rubbing off on me. Right, it could be. Well, it could be your old old buddy Strata that you want your phone to be. Yeah, your there you alter, go. Your uh, your phone is your alter ego. That would be neat. Yeah, it would be. It'd be kind of fun. We should write a movie. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that's, that's it right there. The plot. Sponsored by IvyPod. Yeah. <clears throat> we, we All got, right. We could we could kick out some money for that. <laughs> sure, sure. So, uh, anyway, what podcast? Podcast of the week. What do we got? Yes. Um. Well, I, I, this one's actually. Not from this past week, but it was so good that I felt um, felt like I should bring it up. It, hey, Clayton, you know what? Let's just take a quick break before we do this because I have a feeling we're going to go over. Our, oh, okay. Our Sounds good. A little bit. So break, we'll be break. right back. Break, All break, right. breaker, breaker, break. There's a reason what I'm saying. Find the ass on my field. Has it really come down? See what you feel. This house ain't a home no more. We're oh, back. We are back. So we do the podcast of the week, and this one's from what a week ago Thursday, I think. I um, think so. It's Mike Mark Barron again, um, one of our favorites. Uh, interview with Mike Di Stefano, and he's a comedian. Um, he was on the last Comic Standing. Uh, season seven, which I, it was an NBC reality show, right? Um, which yeah. aired during the summer of 2010. So this past summer, he was on it. Um, he's an amazing, amazing person who is unlike most comedians. I'd, I'd say just about every comedian you've ever heard from, interviewed, ever heard interviewed, ever seen his stand up. He is uh, just an incredible story. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely check out that podcast. I we probably shouldn't go too far into it, but I can. I know. I mean, what he he grew up pretty much in uh, the gangster land, you know. Right in New York. In yeah, New York. gangsters not uh, as in like um, John Gotti, like mobsters, more. Yeah, lobsters. mobsters. Yeah, that's a better term. Uh, but yeah, it it's just a. I, I guess without, like you said, without going into too much detail, all we could say is just if you were to listen to it, you'll understand why this is the one that we felt the need to bring up this week. And and you'll appreciate it because it's, it's, it's good. 
Yes. It's a tearjerker at times. That's how you. That's how you know it's good. It's like it's. It's almost. It. I would say it's. It's just as good as a good episode of This American Life. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That totally. There was a part there where you talk about that motorcycle ride, and I was just like, "Geez, man, <laughs> that's good. That's intense." Yeah. I actually went, and I almost. Uh, I almost bought the uh, his because he was on the show The Moth. And he has recordings there that you can purchase through the moth on, on iTunes. Now, I almost bought his his story that he told on the moth. Oh, okay. But I figured I already kind of heard it, so I didn't I didn't need it. I didn't need to pay for it, but I should have anyway, just cause just to support the the guy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it, he's like um the polar opposite character wise from the guy that we brought up the last time we talked about Marin, that other turd turd that we we like kind of liked at first and then ended up not liking at all toward the end of the interview yeah that guy right whereas this one you might have picked it up yeah Yeah, mike Mike schmidt Schmidt. this guy's like the opposite of him yeah i mean in a weird way not not a total way but yeah that's funny at first you might be listening to it and it's like who is this goon and then you just listen to it more and more and it's just like wow it's a really nice guy (laughs) Yeah, right. And then the other guy, you were like, oh, this guy's kind of a turd. Right. <laughs> the more you listen to it, the more you disliked him. It's yeah. kind of the opposite in this instance. So, But did you have any other podcasts, John? Anything else it, you wanted to tack on? You know, um, I've finally been getting back into listening to some more music lately. Actually, that's as a byproduct of my new phone because I get to listen to Pandora oh, right. now with it. So that's pretty awesome. But uh, podcasts um, that I've been listening to, the... I brought them up before. There's this whole Frog Pants Network, which has got the that um, hypothetical the the hypothetical hypothetical help. That's one of them that they do. Um, They do another show called Film Sack, and it's kind of cool. It's like these four dudes, and they pick a movie from like the 80s or the 70s. They pick an old movie that's typically not good, or maybe it was good at the time. But now okay. they go back and watch it, and they take another look at it, and they just review it, and they play clips and stuff. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Like they did one on um, what they do one on? They did one on Beetlejuice, and they did one on uh, like Superman two. A lot of geeky type, you know. This everything on all those podcasts are pretty geeky, and so all these shows are like, you know, your classic like. Well, actually, they're not really classic. They're like your B. B sci-fi and B fantasy movies, like Crawl. If anybody ever saw Crawl, it's kind of a weird one. Crawl. Crawl. Yeah, I had a really good video game actually, but uh, yeah, Crawl. K R U L L. They did, they did one on that movie. That was a pretty good one. Crawl. Yeah, it's a it's it's just mm-hmm. it's interesting. They do a lot of weird ones. Uh, it's funny. It's just kind of mindless listening. Uh, and there's another one that I don't listen to really, but I hear it talked about so much that I want to throw it out there because I know there's some people. I know many people who play like WoW, World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. and a lot of those types of games. Um, and there's a they do a podcast called The Instance, which is strictly about that um, genre of gaming. Because there's another one that I listen to called uh, The Final Score, and that's just straight up all video games. Mm-hmm. But, uh, then And they talk about that stuff sometimes. But, uh, yeah, The Instance is just all your wow stuff. So anybody out there who's in, into that and is looking for another podcast, try it out. The Instance. 
Yeah. Have you have you listened to any Doug Benson, Doug Loves Movies podcast? Have no. You heard any? No. Um, I think he just interviewed with Mark Marin too. Um, he did the uh, podcast, or uh, well, he did a, a theater show, and then he did the uh, documentary, sort of in 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 kind of poking fun at the Super Size Me movie. He did Super High Me. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, I saw that on my, uh, I saw that on Netflix. I threw it on my queue because I was curious what that was about. It's actually it's it's pretty funny. And this guy's been around a long time. He was actually on Last Comic Standing too. Um, but so does he Doug, pretty much do exactly what they did in um, Super Size Me? Yes. That's pretty much so. That ought to be interesting. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, he abstains from marijuana for thirty days. Um, he takes like mental acuity tests and and various tests, and then he um, um, uses his vaporizer twenty four seven, basically from the moment he wakes up and until oh the moment God. he goes to bed for thirty straight days, and then he takes the uh, ment- the mental uh, you know the sharpness tests after that to see if he's more or less stupid. Yeah, yeah. Before, um, but he's he's actually a really funny guy. Like I said, he's been around a long time, and he does he he's super super smart when it comes to movies and stuff. So I, I I'm gonna I think I'm gonna start listening to his uh, his his podcast because he he talks a lot of smack about celebrities, which I think is really funny. Because um, I guess he occasionally offends people, and they they like they get offended even though he's just he 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 doesn't claim to be like all knowing when it comes to movies and he'd like laughs at the celebrities when they get mad when he bashes them on his <laughs> podcast because that kind of reminds me of uh between two ferns you ever see that yeah that's he, but that yeah. I, that i kind of think that's fixed but I, maybe it's not yeah well it's written right and that's from what's that website funny or die right uh the, the, kind of the basis of that funnierdie.com you should check out that website it's pretty good Funny or die. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's a um, Will Ferrell deal, I believe. Yeah, this looks good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to bookmark this. Uh, you should bookmark it. I signed I'm... to do it last week, so I had to check it out. But <laughs> yeah, I, I guess uh, I don't know if we really have anything else to talk about. We should probably just go ahead and wrap this puppy up and. Um, we might do a few, uh, if you, if you listen to this, what would probably come out on Wednesday, um, if you listen to this, you know, later on this week, we're going to throw out some, uh, ideas for shows. We're kind of going to look for some listener feedback, um, especially you guys that are from Peru, um, Peru Little League, maybe. Yeah, but we are certainly open to everyone. Right. Oh yeah. If anybody's got some old Tonica Little League stories or something, go ahead and share, but um yeah we're looking for little league stuff we'll we'll prompt you on facebook hopefully we get some responses right sounds good do you want to wrap this sucker up what do you what do you say i guess so i guess so let's do it Um, (laughs) we don't don't have an outro yet we don't oh we're still working on that all right thanks everybody thank you bye